Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, and welcome to the Art of Decluttering podcast. I am Kirstie Ferrigia. And I am Amy Ravel. We are so glad to be here with you today. If this is your first podcast, Welcome. There's about 70 bajillion episodes before this, so you can go back and binge. One of the great functions that a lot of people don't know about is most podcast apps have a search function. And so if you are going, oh, I really need to sort out my Tupperware cupboard, literally just go into your podcast app in our show and search Tupperware or kitchen or kids or babies, and you'll find episodes that you can play along with so that you don't have to listen to all 300 episodes just to find the one that you need. Mm. We also have that function on our website as well. So you can head over to theartofdecluttering.com.au slash podcasts. And on that site, there's a search function and it will find any and all podcasts that relate to kids, if you put in kids Mm -hmm. or Tupperware, and it will link to all of the ones that we've ever done that mention Tupperware. (laughs) And because we often get people come into our Facebook community and say, is there an episode on this? And I don't know if you saw it yesterday, Kirst, but someone came in and said, is there an episode on what to do with your baby supplies once you finish having kids, but you're not sure if you, maybe you might have another one? And I love, we were like, yep, we've done that episode. And Belinda was able to kind of link to it and, and head them in that direction. So if you're wondering if there's an episode on something, the answer is most likely yes. <laughs> And if there's not, please email us at hello at theartofdecluttering.com.au because we love your suggestions. So mm-hmm. if you've, and it also means that if there is and you just haven't found it, we can, somebody here at head office can email you back and go, yes, here it is. You'll find it here. <laughs> and today's episode is a listener request mm. and it's around helping others, like how to offer help, what to expect when like donating to friends and family, what are some of the big no-nos? Um, and it was requested by Owen Gray. So thank you, Owen, for your request. Mm. So what's your advice on how to help others declutter? <laughs> so let me, let me do a precursor. Mm. 
And that is that I feel like this is really pertinent at the moment when we're thinking about a lot of the floods that have been happening along our eastern seaboard, around fires that happened in 2019 or that black summer across our eastern seaboard and western seaboard in Australia and we know California and lots of places around the world have these natural disasters or personal disasters and people want to help. So if my um, home burned down, I know without a shadow of a doubt that people would want to help. And so this is what we want to talk about is what is a really good way to help if you are someone who has been the recipient of help we want you to jump over into our Facebook community and tell us like what was helpful, what was not helpful. A great episode to look back on um, is Recovering from Fire, which is where we interviewed Gnomes whose home had burnt down and she talked a bit about what it was like when people donated things, um, what was really helpful because when you've got nothing, things are helpful and at what point that tipped over into now I feel like I'm living someone else's life. So that's my kind of laying of the foundation. Mm. And I think that we can, maybe we can talk about two different scenarios. Um, mm-hmm. Like what do we do in those extreme circumstances? And then what do we do if we've decluttered and organized our home and then we turn our sights on our parents, our sister, our friends, um, <laughs> or our, you know, or those people turn to us because they mm-hmm. see the transformation in our life. What can we do? So let's go with the emergency disasters. Great. Let's start there. Let me give you a bit of a story. So um, I live in Victoria and I live quite near to where the Black Saturday fires came through in February uh, 2009. And we set up, I was part of a massive recovery centre kind of setup. So it was a church and people bought donations to the church clothes, furniture, personal items, food, toys, books, everything. And it filled like a football field worth of space. And what the aim was is that it was a recovery centre and people could come and take what they needed for free. So clothes, toothbrushes, hairbrushes, like all the things that you need, they could come in and take it. People were incredibly generous, Kirst. Like Mm. I'm talking people just were giving things that they hadn't even finished using. Like this is my favourite dress but I know somebody else will love it more. So like the generosity in the heart of people was just blew our minds and part of my job was to sort. So as things came in, we'd like sort them through and put them in the right sections for people. I think there's been a lot of research done um, post that that have really talked about the ongoing trauma of not owning anything and feeling like your yourself has been lost. So I, I don't know that I have any answers. I just bring a couple of different experiences to how that process is because obviously people need stuff. So that's really important. But is it more helpful to donate money than items or like I I feel like today's episode is a bit of a nut it out quandary rather than hmm. any sort of answers yeah. yeah I think yeah. also um what our tendency is to as Australians in particular and, and I'm only speaking 
because that's who I am. I don't know what it's like to be a British person or from the Ukraine or from America or from Japan. So as an Australian, I know that we do muck in and help our Mm -hmm. fellow neighbours and that is our – we've got a generosity of spirit here in Australia that we do go – out of our way for complete strangers like the stories that have come out of the last floods here in Australia have been phenomenal about the self-sacrifice that people have made Mm. Um, and I think that let's talk about flooding the mud rises you know the flood waters come into the house and they absolutely destroy houses and so our tendency is to get in there and help people and just chuck everything in the bin. And that's really unhelpful at any point in time for anybody in not having ownership of what's being discarded. Like Mm. I absolutely get it from a practical, sanitary, safe perspective. That's what needs to happen sometimes. Um, But from a trauma-inducing response, (laughs) it's not helpful to have strangers come in and decide what is worthy of going in the bin and what's worthy of saving from your mm. destroyed home. Yeah, because you can't do anything about the rising floodwaters, no. but you do feel overly traumatised by other people at times. Yeah, and so I think that if you're going to go in and help in those situations, we want to be respectful of people's stuff no matter what. So, mm-hmm. And this goes for helping others to declutter after a natural disaster or helping your neighbours, friends, family declutter when you've seen the transformation in your life is being really, really respectful of their feelings, of their thoughts, of their possessions, of their trauma. Yeah. And so just we've been seeing those articles come through um, in the news the last couple of weeks about just we had a – fires uh, sorry floods in 2011 in in Queensland as well and that was the response from people is that it was so traumatizing having other people just discard our stuff like it was rubbish even though mm-hmm. it was or that's right even it's a, it, you know yeah. and it and it definitely was from like an outside control. perspective yeah, yeah yeah so we want to empower you to always be empowering other people to make wise yep. choices yeah well said there's often other ways to help people too so rather than going into a situation so you hear that somebody's home has flooded or something has happened you just turning up with a whole lot of your clothes kitchen things books and just dumping them and saying here I bought this for you ask like just say what do you need right now do you need just to come and sleep at my house would you like to go, you know, come and go through the kids' wardrobes and take what you need? Like, just ask, do you need money? Do you want me to just get you some gift cards or transfer cash into your bank account? Like, what is helpful in this situation rather than assuming that we know what's best for other people? Mm-hmm. And I think, Kirst, that ties in a bit as well as to what you were saying about the, like, everyday decluttering is often we have clients say, I don't want to spend the time selling this item, but I also don't want to donate it to charity. I need to find the right home for it. And if you just go turn up to your sister's house with buckets of stuff and say, here, this is all for you, that's 
not necessarily respecting her free choice. Instead, you turn up and go, hey, I've got all this stuff. Would you like any of it? Much better to leave that person with the control rather than feeling like things are shoved upon them and they take them out of obligation maybe and then resentment will kick in pretty quickly. Mm. Yeah, and I think it comes back to that choice um, and, yeah, giving people choice and knowing that they have their own thoughts and opinions and feelings and history around everything and we may not agree with the choice that they make um, and we may not yeah so how do we agree with somebody how do we not agree with their choice but still honor and respect them Mm. that is the challenge that That is the challenge (laughs) it's the challenge that we face every day well when we're working with clients because we don't always agree with their choices Mm -hmm. but we want them to feel honored and valued and respected in their choices yep Mm. That's so good. I think that's often the tension as professional organisers, like we're not cleaners and we are coaches, we're declutter coaches and we we want to dig and find what's going on for you. Like is there a reason that you can't get rid of the old breakfast cereals even though they're stale? What's going on? Is it a fear? Is it a um a value that you're trying to enact like what is going on that's what we want to work out so again I know I feel like we say this in most episodes Kirst but it's about asking really good questions yeah what do you need right now how can I help you do you you know do you need me to go and apply for government support on your behalf do you need me to go and buy some kids clothes for you like what do you need yeah in those extreme in the extreme situations. situations. I mean, <laughs> literally, you're like... welcome to come to my house, everybody, and say, Amy, what do you need? And then go and get those <laughs> Apply things for government and bring funding them back. For you. <laughs> That's right. Like, you are so welcome. I give you all yeah. freedom. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's turn our attention to how can you um, respectfully and um, honouringly help other people to declutter who have either turned to you for help mm-hmm. or you've set your sights on them <laughs> as your next project because you've decluttered your own house and now you're itching to do somebody else's. <laughs> Have you done this, Kess? Have you helped, aside from clients, which obviously we help, you know, hundreds and thousands of clients a year, but personally, have you gone in and offered to help someone with their decluttering? Um, I don't think I have actually I've definitely helped with the organizing Mm -hmm. (laughs) so um you know one of my best friends her mother passed away just before they were moving into their brand new home and so I offered to help them unpack and I offer lots of my friends who are moving um to help them unpack and to help Mm -hmm. them move I think a lot of them are scared to say yes because they think I am going to get to the decluttering or (laughs) you've got to keep an eye on that one yeah or they think that I you know am going to judge them for whatever reason they feel judged or they feel like I'm going to judge how they've packed or why (laughs) they have you know like I I don't know but it's, it's their issues and whatever like I just offer I offer all the time because I love it I love doing that and I love yeah. and I love my friends and yeah. I want to be of help to them. Um, so, no, I haven't, but I haven't actually because I am very hesitant to help 
do the declutter side of mm-hmm. things for anybody close to me because I do think that they, it comes um, – people can feel guilt and shame around this area and feel um, like they don't want to be vulnerable to me about this because they mm. see me as a inverted commas expert and that I might be judging them. Yeah. And so, no. How about you? I've, I have, um, but I think it's very much not something that you get to offer. It's the same way that you don't offer someone, like you walk into someone's house and say, hey, do you want me to help you um, to get your kids more disciplined? <laughs> or do, you want me, do you want me to help you provide more healthy food for your family? Or do you want me to help you to lose weight? Like you don't go and offer those things. That is just like social etiquette 101 or you're going to get a punch in the nose. So I think around this, it's very much about being available for someone's request So I have had people who are close to me say, could you help? Um, And I will often ask questions. Do you want me to come and help as a friend? Do you want me to come and help as a professional? Like, am I wearing my work uniform and bringing my kit? And like, is that what you're wanting? Are you wanting me to be the leader or are you wanting me to come and just be your friend and help? Because for me, I, I really like that clarification. So I would say, share what you have learned in decluttering, share how great it's been for you. And then that's as much as you get to do. (laughs) I don't think you get to go in and offer to help other people if they haven't specifically asked. Do you think that's too harsh, Kirst? Uh, I think, I don't think it's too harsh. I think it's hard to hear sometimes when we can see other people drowning in clutter. And when we, we hear this all the time, like, how can I help my parents? How can I help my sister? Like we get asked that quite like. Yeah, a lot. A lot. We get asked (laughs) for this advice. And my best advice to you, if that's something that you're asking is, Ask your parents if you can pay for us to come in. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. or ask your sister if she would like you to pay for us to come in or to facilitate that that um that connection because mm-hmm. as much as possible you wanna remain in relationship with your family and friends yep. and you don't want this issue to come between you. Yeah. And no, I totally agree. But some people can't afford to get a professional organiser in and some people are asked. So, okay, let's now turn our attention to if you have actually been asked. Yeah, good. <laughs> if yeah. you've been invited in, how do you do that and how do you do uh, that? Again, read the respect and honour. Yeah, but first of all, bring snacks. Like that's probably the most important thing. If someone asks you to help them declutter and organise, you have to come with snacks. Like I'm just putting that out there as the foundation of all good relationships when it comes. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. After this. So, Kess, please add to that very, very critical information. And I think it does, the next critical thing is to come back to what Amy was saying before is ask really good questions. Like try and get some boundaries in place so Mm -hmm. that you don't accidentally fracture a relationship unintentionally. So Amy was just telling me today about a situation that our staff went (laughs) into where they stepped on a landmine. So we've got an episode. Is it what's is it called? Trigger warning. Trigger warning. Yeah. So we've done this episode called Trigger Warning, and in it we talk about how when we go into people's homes, we sometimes step on landmines. That we by sometimes she means all the time. Yeah, <laughs> but we'll step on landmines that we didn't even know it existed. Mm-hmm. There was no signs out saying walking across a landmine field like you see in Cambodia <laughs> and Vietnam. There was no, there's never any signs like that. Now there might be some hint towards it, like somebody might start getting a little bit prickly about something. Sometimes it can be the most random, innocuous thing that you have said that can absolutely trigger somebody can I share what it was in this instance, Kirst, without disclosing any personal information? Please. One of our staff was seeing a um, client who had complex trauma and um, some disability as well. And there's just no way. I, look, the, the client themselves had no understanding at the time of the correlation, but there were some expired herbs and the team member said, hey, these have expired by several years. Are you happy for us to get rid of them? And the client went into a tailspin and blessed their heart because they actually processed it and were able to articulate it in the end. But that suggestion of getting rid of things that were old but he still believed had use triggered this loss of I've lost family members before their time. And so we never would expect a team member to be able to anticipate that, nor the client, because our emotions are complex and often, you know, come up at times when we're like, I just don't know where that came from. But it's really important to be asking those questions, like you said, Kirst, like asking, hey, what's going on? Is there something we can do? Like there's just so much compassion and understanding in those situations, even when you have no idea what's going on. Yeah, and and so my <laughs> advice to you is if you were going into somebody's home, try to be as 
sensitive to their emotional reaction and try and be as emotionally intelligent as you can Mm -hmm. and watch for signals, watch for the prickliness, watch for the, their body reaction, their physical reaction to things, Mm -hmm. to the things that you say, to the, to, um, how they might respond to seeing something and be very, very gentle. We, walk into homes all the time that have had other professional organisers come in or other people, other cleaners, other people have come into people's homes and done what our clients think that we're there to do and have had a really bad experience. Um, And again, sometimes that's Oh, unintended, like 100% of the time, I'm sure it will be unintended by those previous people. Mm. Um, And we want to do our best to not be that person in our friend's life, in our family's life. And we really want you to value your friendship and your relationship with that person over their clutter. So, Kess, I've got five things that I think trigger people getting their backs up um, mm-hmm. that I think would be helpful in this situation that applies to both our catastrophe and also the everyday decluttering for others. So these are the five things that I think contribute. So I think people get their back up when we make assumptions. So we assume about getting rid of something. We assume about why they do need two sandwich presses instead of just one. So making assumptions, I think, gets people's backs up. I think any kind of judgment gets people's backs up. So when they say something and and your body language shows when you make judgment usually, and so when you're judging someone or you walk in and you say, oh, my gosh, this is such a mess, oh, my goodness, I can't believe you've been living in this space. So judgment's the second one. I think the third one is when people don't feel listened to, when they've tried to express themselves. And it's not that they're misunderstood, it's that they're not listened to. Because I think when you're misunderstood, you can clarify. But when someone is just not listening, again, want to punch them in the nose. Number four is when people move too fast. So I've certainly experienced this. I'm a very fast um, declutter coach and I, I can power through if it works for the client. But people get their back up and feel really scared if you're going too fast and they don't feel like they've got any kind of control about what's happening. And the fifth one that I think that does get people's backs up is when we take leadership control or we're bossy without being given permission to do that. And I think when it's not an employer relationship, so when you haven't hired someone to come in, like when I hire my electrician, I expect him to come in and take leadership. When I go to the doctor, I expect the doctor to take leadership. And when people hire a professional organiser, they often expect us to take leadership. But when that turns into bossy or controlling, I think that does get people's back up. I've got a sixth one to add to that. Great. Is when you don't give people choice. So you, Mm. you tell them, no, you absolutely have to get rid of that. Yeah, and that's right. there's no choice in given to that person making those decisions. Mm. And that's why we do our best to lead with questions and lead with understanding. 
Yeah. And lead. And, and the only way we can lead, and what I mean by lead by understanding is actually getting to know somebody and getting mm. to know what's going on for them and asking questions when we see that prickliness in people or we see people getting their back up or we see them retreating into themselves and just submitting that's another if you're in somebody's home and they just keep saying yes 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 to the to you and your choices and your suggestions stop (laughs) stop and ask some questions because retreat is another way of yeah and submitting is a is Mm -hmm. a form of retreat and is not what you want no, and when a friend says to you, just get rid of it all, don't. Don't. <laughs> don't. Just don't do that. Don't be that friend. That's the time that you need to say, hey, do we need to stop and have a drink of water, have a cup of tea, have some food? Mm. Are you feeling I have chocolate bullets in my handbag because I'm the best friend ever and I listen to Kirsty and Amy and I bought snacks. Except you don't bring chocolate bullets because they're <laughs> disgusting and you would not be my friend if you brought them into my house. <laughs> they are so good. Chocolate bullets with dark okay, stop. chocolate stop. outside. Stop, oh. stop, stop, stop. You're making me want to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you want to add to that, Kirst? Uh, I definitely want to encourage you that if you have a real passion for if you have transformed your home by decluttering or if you have always been decluttered because it's just your natural gifting turn your mind to becoming a professional organizer declutter coach because you may not be able to help your friends and your family because they um may not Um, see value in your gifting Um, and yeah and it's just too close sometimes so let I want to talk about that as well Mm. Um, but yeah come and talk to the art of decluttering or or get in contact with a local declutter coach or professional organizer in your area and see if you could work for them because that's a great way of using your your transform life and or your natural skills so um use yeah use your skills in that way and potentially um now just wanted to go back to that like sometimes we're just too close to a situation um when we work with people um in the downsizing space um of our business and and when people when um we can often see that their children have tried to help and it hasn't gone well for them because you think about it we don't listen to our parents very well and we certainly (laughs) didn't when we were younger Um, and then I know that I don't listen to my children very well when they want to tell me how to run my life (laughs) so (laughs) I think that again it comes back to that relational like really valuing your relationship with somebody over and above their possessions and and seeing the clutter in their home um as not an extension of who they are but yeah I, I, what am I trying to say I'm trying to say value the person in front of you regardless of what their house is like and regardless of how you can see the impacts of that in their life like you know you may have been overwhelmed in your home 
until you declutter and you can see other people are feeling overwhelmed and you really want to help them see freedom from that. And I really want to honor your heart in seeing that for somebody else and desiring that for somebody else. But they all need to come to that decision in their own time, at their own pace. And so we want to value the person. And so sometimes even though we absolutely love somebody to with all of our heart and we absolutely know we presume to know what their freedom should be that actually just loving that person where they are at might be what they need to feel less judged and and more loved to be able to find the next right move for them, which may or may not be decluttering their home and which may or may not be with you. Um, so, yeah, did that all make sense? Sure did. <laughs> I don't have anything else to add to it because I like it. I do, however, have a podcast review. And I am going to just start this review by saying if you, like me, love a good chocolate bullet, love a bit of licorice, then (laughs) this is your week to leave a review. We've been getting like a slow trickle of reviews, but I think it's time for a bit of a burst. So if you've been thinking about well, it, you haven't You won't done get it. that this week with licorice. Yes, we will. <laughs> Everyone is going to go, oh, my gosh, Amy, as if anyone doesn't like licorice. It's the best thing ever. <laughs> Today's review is from CQL2, which is an Apple podcast review from the US, and it's a five-star review titled A Great Companion on My Decluttering Journey. They write, I found this show about a year ago and have listened through most of the back catalogue. Legend. It's a great companion to listen to as I declutter and I feel motivated every time I hear more about how these women have simplified their own lives and their clients' lives to live more intentionally. It's not about change for the sake of change, but change to improve your day, to, your life day to day, which is true and I want you to come and leave a review, even if it's just to stroke our little egos, <laughs> come and do it. But really it does help us to find new listeners um, so many people say to us, oh, my gosh, I didn't even know you had a podcast. And so we want people to know. We want to share the love wide and far and high and deep. And, and, I was and it's clearly lunchtime because now I'm just rambling. Oh, no, I was <laughs> listening to a podcast that Mandy from Two Peas in a Podcast was on, which was not Two Peas in a Podcast, it's The Weepies. Um, and she was saying to the girls on The Weepies that, you know, we offer this podcast for free, so do us a favour in return. Just write a review. That's your job. Our job is to produce the podcast. Your job is to write the review. Yes, it is. So thanks, Mandy, for the tip. So whip them into line, leave us a review. Yeah, and we can't wait to be in your ears next week as we chat about something else that we we will decide in a minute. <laughs> Wow, that is a cliffhanger if I ever had one. I know, right? Clickbait, clickbait. (laughs) See you all next week. Bye. Thanks for joining us. If you've learnt something awesome today, we'd love you to leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook so others can find our podcast too. Don't forget you can see the show notes in your podcast app or over at our website, artofdecluttering.com.au. So if there's anything you want more info on, check it out there. If you'd like to join our supporter community, you can do so over at patreon.com slash decluttering. We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom.
We acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavour. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 